1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: What podcast am I listening to, bruv? Are you being serious? Leads That.
1: Jermaine Beckford knows, don't he? Welcome to the monthly Leeds That podcast. I'm Andy and I'm joined by Paul. Hiya. James. Hello. And Matt. Hello. And we are here to discuss all things Leeds United and play some fun games. Woo! Let's get into it. Pablo Hernandez, new two-year deal. Everybody in Leeds is happy with that, surely.
2: Yeah, very happy with it. I've seen a lot of people online who are complaining about the fact that he's too old and he's past it, which is absolutely ridiculous. Past it? Past it. The comparison for me is Gary McAllister in that season at Liverpool when they won all of those trophies.
1: Hey, what about Strack attack?
2: Yeah, but the difference is, though, that Strachan was a player who... He, he, he relied a lot on running up and down the pitch, getting about the place. He was an incredibly fit guy. Pablo and Gary Mack, to a certain extent, and even that. They rely on having a wand of a foot, it's being able to see a pass, being able to see play open up in front of them and being able to do the right thing at the right time.
3: So we're all in agreement. It's a good thing. It's not going to be a bad thing, is it?
1: I think if we go up, Pablo could hack it in the Premier League. Starting.
3: I want an older player to do well.
4: We've always had... Uh, well, not always, but back in the day, we did have Strachan and we did have older players and they've influenced players. like you, you You referenced McAllister, the reason why McAllister played for so long was because he had someone there to guide him and you think Pablo will be that kind of, it's not just the role he plays in the team in terms of football, it's the role that he plays in their career going forward.
2: Yeah. If we get promoted, even if he didn't play most of the time, he'd be a brilliant person to have around the club. Definitely. But and p- apart from anything else, he speaks the manager's language.
3: True. Very true. And did you see what the man himself said about it? He said a variety of things, but uh, one of which was that he he knows that the fans love him. And we, do, we do, Pablo. We do. If and, that, bueno. and that there couldn't be a greater motivation to succeed.
2: I think he also threw a bit of shade, as the kids are calling it, at <laughs> his previous clubs.
4: Did
1: he?
2: Yeah. What did he say? He said some, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like, um, the fans at Leeds are really great there's a lot of passion they're very passionate it's not like that at all clubs so I don't know who he was talking about could have been Valencia could have been Swansea probably Swansea right
3: could have been that Middle East club he we went to oh yeah
1: well do you know what let's let's move on then talking from a, an old head to a young head who is also playing at what some may call a lesser club as his parent club by the way Pablo Hernandez is, is like our
2: age yeah
1: <laughs> not mine old timer so uh I'm talking about Ben White now. It's yeah. come out in the paper. Everyone's worried that Liverpool and uh, that team on the wrong side, the M62 in the other red, are after him. And their manager has said, no, he's staying at Leeds. He's not for
2: sale from us. Um, we all want to see Ben White stay. We want to sign him. And we all know that when a club say that a player is not for sale, that means they're not for sale. We've, we've come to learn this at Leeds over the years. But Ben White, do you reckon he'll be in the England team? come uh, Euro 2020.
1: With Calvin Phillips, undoubtedly.
2: It's actually It's possible.
1: I think Calvin Phillips is the best player in that position, an English player in that position, going.
2: I read an article about Gareth Southgate not being afraid to dip into the championship for talent, so...
1: You look at the players he's given opportunity
4: to this season, Gareth Southgate. That Tamari fella. They're all... A lot of them are players that were in the championship last season. They've not gained... Massive amount of experience from playing ten games in the Premier League. It's all because of their ability, yeah. their, their their natural ability. You know, so all you need to do is just chuck Phillips and Ben White in, and they'll be absolutely fine. Just give them a go. <laughs> I think we should talk about QSI. One reason, Matt doesn't know anything about it. And that, to be honest, is why I want to talk about it because I don't know much about it because for the first time uh, in a long time, I just don't, I've decided this season I don't want to be distracted by off the field stuff. I just want to get on with the football.
2: I absolutely love that mentality that, you know, we're a fan, we can't. We don't want to be yeah. distracted because yeah. we've got to concentrate on getting promoted. Yeah. I'm fully behind that. I'm in, I'm in exactly the same place, to be honest with you. Case or Asara are on the takeover. So... Yeah. And I think the reason why, I think the reason why I'm quite happy is because what we've got at the moment is fine. Mm. We went through all those years with Bates and Chileno, and it was like, right, just anyone can take us over. It's got to be better than this. Yeah. Um, But if nobody comes in and takes us over, we're going to be fine. Um, If somebody comes in and plows a load of money into the club, well, we'll see where it takes us.
1: It's that room that won't go away though, isn't it? They're obviously hanging out with their mates and all that, but why Why are they talking about football so much about Leeds? Well,
4: I mean, as I say, I've not read a lot about it because I don't want to, but it's obvious something's going on, so just leave it at that. It'll come out at some point. There's no point anyone being distracted by it. We've seen what happens when we get distracted by things off the field and it all goes to pot, basically. So let's just concentrate on the good stuff.
1: See, there is and there isn't for me, because if... If we don't pay attention, we might end up in bad hands again, and we can make an influence on that. That is a
2: fair point, Andy. That is a fair point. I mean, look, what look, if it was like a Red Bull situation? Jeez, we'd lose our club. I think there's two different types of bad. There's one where we get another owner like Bates and Chilino, who just don't care about the club, and are wanting to run us into the ground. Or we get one that turns us into a tourist attraction like Man yeah, City. Yeah, Did anybody see that uh, advert that was aimed at a Middle East audience? Um, all it was an advert for Man City basically oh
4: yeah it was the one that went out to um, was it the one that went out to like influencers was it that one no, oh no no sorry the job yeah, I know which
2: one you mean yeah yeah it's got a really bad chant in it and yeah. everybody's drinking water because you can't it's have awful. alcohol in the Middle East it's, it's awful in a British pub
3: talk to me well you did that. that's what it is
2: that's it what was it trying to sell Man City. Trying to get people in the Middle East to support Manchester City, watch them on the TV, buy the merchandise and probably fly over to Manchester and watch them in the ground if they can get hold of a ticket off one of the other tourists.
4: Ugh. Do you think that um, we're kind of in a good spot because football has learnt from he's learnt from clubs like Man City doing it in the wrong way that will potentially do it in the right way? Because I'm kind of trusting that I think if someone like QSI comes in, will they just continue to let Andrea Radrazani run the club? Or will they just be like a part owner or whatever? Because if we have that, I think Andrea's starting to get it. He's starting to know that well, the, the line they always use is, we're custodians of the club, we're custodians of the club. And they understand that
2: the biggest influence on it are the fans, not anything that they really do. But this is the thing we don't know. We don't know whether Andrea would still be around. Mm. You might just want an exit strategy and sell and yeah. disappear. And then there's the San Francisco 49ers as well in the background. Yeah, that's true unknown quantity as well
4: yeah and it's not just QSI is it there's this Leeds fan that's from America who's some sort of billionaire as well isn't there so there's quite a few people that are lined up
2: well if it comes down to a choice between uh, QSI and a Leeds fan from America then I'm going with a Leeds fan from America welcome to another round of Leeds lists This is the game where I have a list of Leeds United-related trivia, and I will ask each of you in turn to bid on the number of items on that list that you think that you can name. Six. I'm going to tell you what the category is (laughs) first, Paul. Okay. I'm scared of Paul.
4: He's tired, isn't he? Yeah. Ratty. Ratty Paul.
2: Not taking it seriously. I am. (laughs) Integrity (laughs) questioned. I'll beat him. So Paul and I went... (laughs) violent paul as well now paul has a little bit of an advantage in this game because paul and i went to the uh, leeds united centenary exhibition at the merion center which we would recommend that you go and check out yourself and at the center of that exhibition is a board with every opponent every competitive opponent that we have played throughout our history there are 165 teams on that board and i want you to tell me just just for a bit of fun to kick off with how many of those teams have got a better record against us than we have against them 165 teams, win, lose or draw How many of them have got a better record Against Leeds United than we have against them?
3: I don't really think it's fair that I play this Having seen the board Have you? Did you count up how many? Yeah, that's all I was
2: doing the entire time I was totting them up Go on then, you can go first 89 James
4: Well, they've beaten us more times
2: 165 teams that we've ever played competitively oh. How many of them have got a better record against us Than we have against them? I'm going to say 92 Andrew? 54 you are closest andrew it's 30 really yes 30 out, 30 out of 165 teams that's amazing how many of those 30 do you think you can name though i'm uh, gonna start with you paul oh god this <laughs> well there's some really random teams so just to remind you you've got to bid for how many of those 30 you want to try and have a go at naming and uh then i'll ask james then i'll ask andy uh, if they bid above you they'll get the chance to name if they don't it'll come back to you all right five you're going with five out of 30, James? Four. <laughs> so you're basically saying that Paul should name five? Yeah. Andy? Seven. Oh! Paul, do you want to bid, up bid from seven?
3: At this point, I'll make clear that if Andy fails, then I only have to get one. So if I say, name them. Yes. Right. Name them. Really?
2: Sure. All right, Andy, 30 teams that have a better record against us than we have against them, you need to name seven for the win. Go. Liverpool. Correct. Manchester United. Correct, unfortunately. Arsenal. Correct. Chelsea. Incorrect. (laughs) Leeds United have a better record against Chelsea than Chelsea have against Leeds United. Can I keep going? No. Because
1: he's going to get them right. Can I keep going anyway?
2: No, it passes to Paul. Oh, you just need I'm one. i tried to think of that really obscure team that beat us twice. Um Valletta. Valletta? No. James, you could be in for a victory here. You would just need to name one.
1: Can I come back in if he gets it wrong? Yeah.
2: One team I've that's got, got a one. better record.
1: It's me next.
3: Yeah, but I've got one. I've remembered the funny one. I've got four more. I bet you don't get this one.
2: It's tense. It's tense. It's the club where Ian Baird is. You join us as James needs to. I've forgotten the name.
4: The the team we lost to in the FA Cup. Uh, I'm going to say someone completely different because the name's gone out my head, which is now Newcastle.
2: Correct. James is the winner. And James, you win a prize. Do I? Yeah. Remember back in the opening episode? Oh, yeah. You told us your first game was Leeds United versus Blackburn Rovers. Yep. Got you the programme. Have you? Yeah, I forgot to bring it today. Oh, amazing. That's awesome.
3: That's quality. Thank you. Did you nick it from that exhibition?
2: No, I did not. <laughs> it's all above board. He's back. So, for a bit of fun, does anybody want to have a go at who? Who are you thinking of, Paul? That university team. Yeah, but you got to name them. You can't just university
3: Universitat the something sounding Croatian.
2: Craiova. <laughs> Craiova. Or Craiva. Everton. Uh, no. Who's the Who's the? Um, I think Co- you were thinking of Histon. Histon. That's it. God. Aston Villa so what about Newport yeah Aston Villa were on there Newport are on Let there
1: Leicester well. <laughs> no Tottenham
2: yes Tottenham are on there some of the more obscure ones I mean there's there's Barcelona and Bayern Munich on there Celtic and Dynamo i grab oh wait a minute I'd have got that easy I thought you were saying like English teams no oh. all com- I, I was pretty clear it was everybody we've ever played I know I'm trying to get myself <laughs> it. the more depressing ones on this list are um, Hereford and Histon. Oh, I was going to say Hereford Huddersfield Town. Oh, God. Mm. Preston North End, Newport County, which you got Millwall. Oh, jeez. Watford and Wigan. So That's our, awful. Our last 20 years have got a lot to answer for in that. Anyway, congratulations to James. He's won another episode of Leeds List. So we'll, and done, we'll be James. back next time. Thank you. Our last episode was all about our centenary celebrations, and they are continuing. Paul and I went to visit the LUST, Leeds United Supporters Trust um, Centenary Exhibition at the Merrion Centre in Leeds, and we had a great time, didn't we, Paul? Sure did. We recommend anybody goes down there to check it out, and uh, we recorded a few bits and pieces as we walked around and listened to the various pieces of commentary that were were playing in the uh, exhibition. So here's what we made of it.
3: Right, We're here at the uh, Centenary Collection which is an exhibition celebrating 100 years of football history um, in the Merion Centre and it's if you haven't been down it's extended till, there's added time available till uh, Christmas and the first thing that struck me is that it is just like being in a museum but of but a good museum yeah a good museum interesting museum where every little artefact is something that you're going to be absolutely fascinating I've been in. in plenty
2: of rubbish museums this one's more my my kind of museum right well, we've just been uh, interrupted bit diversion we just uh, had a bit of a chat about the right way up for a Yorkshire Rose which for years was the wrong way up on a Leeds badge and has been rectified with the centenary badge is and it, then and then we've uh, bumped into a fan who said well, I recognise your voice from the Leeds that podcast so there you go. People are actually listening, Paul. Well, they're out there, aren't they? Right. <laughs> let's have a look. We've got a
3: rack of shirts, former shirts. Are you drawn to any in particular? Yes.
2: All the ones with Premier League badges on them. <laughs> <laughs> this one, Gary Kelly, in that. Oh. So this is a pack,
3: yellow Packard Bell Gary Kelly shirt. Oh, look I've, at fa- that. I've found a classic here. It's a uh, Macron. Enterprise Insurance Skybet Football League
2: Hunt shirt Noel Hunt has Noel got a Hunt. shirt at the Leeds United Centenary and Exhibition I bet this, he never uh, thought that he would have such an honour indeed he never deserved one
3: that's for sure there's a black one here black shirt who's on the back of this Pablo Hernandez Luke Murphy I'm up all night for him I'll tell you what I'll see from this and this is uh, not a small this, that one is it's tiny Pablo's shirt is tiny that's actually something that a lot of people comment on, the fact that football shirts have changed massively in size yeah. in that time. If you look at the Premier League here and then go down to more recent times, they certainly have shifted. Is that brawling? Yep, there's a, a brolin shirt. <laughs> wow, it's got a weird stain on no, this. Like this brolin one. I don't know what them colours are.
2: No, I don't, because do I don't remember him getting very dirty. Very well, often. A, I can't don't remember be, him playing that. Can't one. be sweat, can it? I'll tell you what, the brawling one is about three times the size of the Pablo one.
3: Yeah, the Pablo, <laughs> and then you end up it's with prob- the current probably shirt, about right? The Legion United 100 years actually. So it's that a Calvin um, Phillips one. It's a Jack Clark Jack one. So Clark. it's not. It's definitely not a match worn shirt.
0: Look, it's the technical kick he's taken a long while about it he hits it right footed the whistle goals arms go aloft from leeds united Five thousand fans to the left rise in unison they applaud the team they think will be champions as a result of this tremendous victory here at bramble lane
3: right so there's a feature here select your top three leeds united goals but well, these are your goals Billy Bremner versus Man United in 1970, Alan Clark versus Arsenal 72, Johnny Giles versus Palace in 71, Eddie Gray versus Burnley in 1970. Then Mattias Click versus Sheffield Wednesday 2018. It was a good goal. It was a good goal, but okay. Harry Kew versus Grasshoppers 2001. He's not going to win. He could have scored
2: the best <laughs> goal in history, and I don't think he'd be getting voted for. James Milner
3: versus Chelsea 2002, Rod Wallace versus Spurs 94. Matt Viduka versus Arsenal 2003 and Tony Boa versus Liverpool 95. I think what they've gone for is I think you probably could have filled this with Tony Boa goals. So it's one goal per person. So who are you voting for, Matthew? I
2: know we've not watched them all but you you can see them all in your mind's eye. It's really difficult. I think it comes down to three. I think it's Eddie Gray versus Burnley, Rod Wallace versus Spurs and Tony Boa versus Liverpool. I'm going to be controversial and discount Yeboah versus Liverpool because I think the Wimbledon goal is better and it's not an option so it's Rod Wallace and Eddie Gray it's got to be Eddie Gray versus Burnley for me a lot of it is context isn't it it's the quality of the
3: goal but it's the point at the time and that Viduka goal versus Arsenal was absolutely
2: bonkers, and it kept us up. Well, the two Arsenal ones, because if you're talking about context, the one goal, the one winning goal in the FA Cup final for Alan Clark has got to be in there as well.
3: That's going to be there for so many people of, of a different generation to us. There's Jermaine Pennant; he's giving it away to Dominic. Oh, Mathieu. Jermaine, mate! <laughs> he's definitely offside as well, but who cares? He's brought it down. He's cut inside, and he has fired it. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful goal.
2: Leeds in possession now with Derigo trying to atone for the booking flick on to Yeboah,
3: Yeboah shot
0: oh Tony Yeboah has just scored one of the greatest goals they've seen here at Ellen Road something from nothing the volley that puts Leeds United ahead that is absolute brilliance
2: right Paul how would you best describe what What's the category of thing in this particular display cabinet? Well, it's just awesome stuff.
3: It is just awesome stuff. I'll tell you what, there's something that that I've got in my possession in there. There's a match programme from England versus Italy at Ellen Road. Yes, we were at that one. I'd say the 27th of March 2002.
2: Um, There's a proper old-school ticket application form for Euro 96. There's quite a lot of Euro 96 memorabilia Yeah, and it takes me back. It really does. But if you think about the process we've gone through to apply for tickets for Euro 2020 next year... Oh, we did not have a chance. It's night and day, in it? Look at these rattles over here, Paul. I know what they'd sing
3: now if you took a rattle. (laughs) It wouldn't be complimentary either. Because we don't need
2: a drum. One of them says, Revy's Aces, Super Leads the other one just says Leeds United in the most 70s font you can imagine oh look at that I think I remember seeing that that is great where have they got this from been so
3: in some lockup. it's a a motorway sign yeah it must be it's a motorway sign for Leeds host city with the Euro 96 logo on where do signs for these things go
2: now you know well we don't leather. know well they just come back well, Twenty-four years later, we know that they the don't get binned. Some more uh, replica shirts here, behind glass. So presumably these are oh these are these are very specific games. Yeah, ultra rare FA Cup third round number five shirt, one versus Port Vale. Here's a uh, very very rare one. Tony Bowers twenty-one shirt from his last appearance versus Tottenham so that must be the one he threw at yeah I was George going to say it has been thrown at someone and then someone's picked it up ironed it and put it in a tidy cabinet here and just to just to emphasise how rare the shirts behind this glass are there's their, this year's official centenary shirt that James spent £150 <laughs> on and Mr it's Beckford's got two of so so important James that they've uh, they won't let
0: you touch it the, uh, Johnson, oh, Bradley Johnson inside a penalty, Bradley Johnson across the goal, Bedford with a chance, yes, Benford, yes! with the the
3: looking at uh, some uh, looking at some goalkeeper gloves but I'm getting distracted by Bryn Law I think is it Bryn screaming at there was various commentary going on but someone's screaming in the background oh, Lebo you're a Yeah, that would be, be Bryn that 4-3 cheers Bryn um, it's relatively recent ones isn't it that I, uh, I've, had, I've
2: had my eyes caught by this What? <laughs> there's a frame here with two sets of gloves in uh, yep Paul Rechubka and Felix Wiedewald in the same frame somebody's having a laugh surely by displaying them in the same frame you've got you could put both of them in goal and lose 5-0 you've got
3: Rechubka and Wiedewald topped by BPF and uh, Lonergan Um, then Silvestri and Green match one gloves
2: uh, rachubkas don't seem to have much dirt on them the thing I'm amazed about is how personalised keeper gloves are I've never noticed this before yeah there's only um, Bailey Peacock Farrell and Paul Rachubka who don't have personalised ones we've got Neil Sullivan it's a pair of Jamie Ashdowns yeah Casper Ankergren.
3: and then a wall of uh, people's best ever Leeds United moment oh, that's going to be a tough one to fill in Someone's put, just for an instant, Paris 75, Lorimer 1-0. Wacko. See, someone's put Viduka's winner at Arsenal 0 2 3 Told you it's
2: contextual. Mark De Vries game versus Oldham. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's, see? that's contextual.
3: Yeah, and uh, equally, I think it shows that the the full range of age of our uh, supporters. Because I tell you what, there's, there's one, Villa away 2-3, 23rd of December and another one Boxing Day coming
2: back to beat Blackburn 3-2 in injury time and it says Ruth there's one the one here Leeds for Locomotive Moscow 1 Boyer 2 Smith Judas
0: <laughs> uh,
2: that was a great performance that night but probably not one that's remembered that well this one their favourite ever Leeds United moment is Stuart Dallas trick or
3: treating at their house <laughs> <laughs> I, think Noel, Whelan...
2: want Dallas to I, it, I think
3: Noel Whelan's written this one Because it just says every goal Get in Down the line it goes to Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank Hasselbank just outside the penalty area Taking
0: on the last defender He's gone past the last defender Holland's coming And Bowyer oh! Lee Bowyer Leeds 4 Derby 3 And they were
2: 3-0 down We're standing by a board Which says pick your best Leeds United team So we're about to do that I just would note though That on the goalkeepers We've got an option of 5 David Harvey Paul Robinson Mervyn Day John Lukic I'd imagine Gary Sprake Must be around here somewhere
3: No it's Nigel Martin's Number 5 Wow so Gary Sprake's Not
2: even an option Unless somebody's Paul stolen. Robinson. Somebody's stolen Gary Spreak. But what I was going to say is, <laughs> I can't imagine that Nigel Martin has been off that board very often. No, uh, I think he's probably the easiest pick of the of the lot. But Paul and I are going to have a go at our uh, best teams of the century, and then we'll come back and tell you what we've what we've come up with. Salt being rubbed into the wounds
0: now for Manchester United. You'll never.
2: My team. Okay, so. I've come with Nigel Martin in goal. He's the only player in the entire team I've ever seen play.
3: I just want to. Uh, describe this for anyone who's listening this is like a board it's a giant board and you could you had magnetic players you could pick from midfielders, goalkeepers, strikers, defenders um, there is a set formation of a four-four-two that Matthew's ignored um, I wanted a 4-1, 4-1 and when he's talking me through it he's pointing his hand at it like he's uh, a pundit, it's Jamie Carragher on Sky on a Monday night club.
2: I am not anything like Jamie Carragher. I know and, and that's why I it. didn't
3: say Gary Neville so
2: let's crack on let's go through it so so I've gone with Nigel Martin in goal because Sp- a lot of people say it's probably unfair and my mum won't thank me for saying it but a lot of people say Gary Sprake is the reason we didn't win more during the Revy days Nigel Martin's the best goalkeeper I've seen play for Leeds by quite a distance so he's in there in nets and why have you got Liam Cooper at left back <laughs> definitely haven't got Liam Cooper at left back Terry Cooper at left back ok Paul Reaney at right back Charlton Hunter classic Don Revy back four then I've gone for Bremner it's funny thinking about
3: your understanding of this because I'm thinking you're, you're slightly looking at it going when I have them as my back four because I know that they
2: understand how each other play well they, I know that they understand how each other play but you know you look at Norman Hunter probably the best central defender we've had at the club Jack Charlton most appearances most appearances for the mm-hmm. club Reaney and Cooper I have seen plenty of video footage of them, and I've heard enough about them to know that they're two fantastic.
3: Well, this is what impresses me about your team is that you literally have seen one of them play and the rest is, is is based on what you've heard from your parents, your grandparents, that you've watched, that you've read and you've studied about Leeds United because some people will be coming in here. Like I know that you have a soft spot for David Batty but he's got nowhere near... got more than a soft spot um, for I know that at the moment you're watching and you're also liking another 23, you're liking Calvin Phillips and you had a big soft spot for Olivier Dacor but none of them have got anywhere near the team...
2: It's choose not. your League United team of the century Yeah From the 50 players on display Out of my family, three generations I'll be the only person who comes to this I've got to represent the full century oh, And that's fair and enough These guys did it for Leeds United day one Nearly all of the trophies that we've ever won as a club Team of 92 apart um, Billy Bremner Just in front of the back four Sitting behind Maidley and Giles. I've included Paul Maidley because he's a guy who gets overlooked. He's not in the classic Don Revy side, but he played enough times for the club and in enough different different positions to be to warrant a place in this team. Lorimer and Gray. Which Grey are you going for? It's definitely Eddie. It's not Frank. It's not Andy. It's Eddie Gray. And then John Charles is your line striker. I didn't even didn't even think of him. He didn't even come to my mind. John Charles as the lone striker because he was good enough to be a lone striker. Mick Jones and Alan Clark are unlucky to miss out, but John Charles was, you know, an absolute superstar at the time that he was around. Um, and if we have any trouble in defence, he can slot in at the back as well. So there you go 4 1 4 1.
3: And if you haven't had a chance yet, get down. Have a think about it. It's your team of the century. There's some interesting choices that are not quite making it here. Some, uh, some very recent players, some League One players. Um, and that's a, an. In- that's another debate entirely.
0: Decaut will go for Grange. It falls to Maduka. The flag is down. Maduka chips the ball over. It's his fourth goal. And Leeds United have capped a remarkable double comeback. Twice they've been behind. And now they lead for the first time in the game. It is a space of two minutes. It is another goal for Maduka. Ellen Rowe has got absolutely berserk. It is 4-3.
2: Paul, you've taken a slightly different approach to yours. Yeah, I've gone for a um, team of players that I've seen
3: and this is based on the choices available. You've seen them play live? I've seen play live. Um, so I've started with... Uh, well, I only had a choice of Nigel Martin or Paul Robertson so I stuck with Nigel Martin. You never
2: saw John Lukic play?
3: Mm, yeah, I did. Okay, I did, but I'm going to stick with Nigel Martin and I've gone for... Um, Hart, Woodgate rather and Kelly of the options that I have available to me who would you um, have gone for if you
2: who would you wanted Ben White presumably
3: I, I <laughs> like. if we talk about who I genuinely have excitement for potential for the future who probably won't I'm like, I'd love it to be but won't be at Leeds I would stick Ben White in and I probably would have brought um, Calvin Phillips into this team as well really this team's dysfunctional and probably wouldn't work in the exact positions that I put them however no, I they could, think they would they'd be alright so I've gone for Gary Speed Dakar McAllister and Bowyer uh, and then just because I think I'd love to see the dynamic of it Viduka and Beckford up front bold well I'll tell you something that's more bold do you know who I would ha- I, w- I would genuinely actually have if it was just like remove all the garbage around it I'd have Kewle in this team of people that I'd seen that is bold I, r- I really would
2: you see, I um, think more. I think that Strachan and Batty are a bigger miss from your midfield than Kio. It's true. It's true. But I saw you can't fit. You can't fit them all in. It, so no, you can't. You put them on the bench. I Think if it was me, I'd probably drop Beckford. Sorry, Jermaine, but I'd probably drop Beckford. Play Viduka up front on his own and find room for David Batty in that formation. Yeah, it does. I'd, be playing, I'd be playing the four-one-four. You'd be happy to have a bit of Batty and decor Yeah, yeah. But then, where do you get? What about Strachan?
3: It's, t- it's really tricky. If all fit and at their peak, it would be a very interesting conversation about who, f- who started in a certain team. It's
0: a wins it back, though, for Lee will drive it long, looking to get Bedford at the top of West Brown. Bedford onside here. Can he get his left foot injured? Bedford towards goal! Jermaine Bedford! That goal is made in Leeds! It's raised in Leeds! And it's finished off by Leeds! A shot here today. Manchester United nil, Leeds United one.
3: Right, we've uh, we've had a good tour of the exhibition. Um, there's way more to look at than we've managed to describe in this uh, little look around. So I really, truly recommend getting down and having a little look, at
2: walk down memory lane. Now that it's extended to Christmas, you haven't really got an excuse. So get your tickets booked and come down, support the trust and promise you you'll enjoy it even if you lose to Paul at table football
3: you can lift the FA Cup you could sit on the, the, the FA Cup sat on top of Bielsa's bucket
2: yeah if that doesn't sum up a hundred years of Leeds United what does you get any free stash like what I don't know scarf pen <laughs> we got five pounds off at the club shop
0: yeah Ooh. that's good yeah
2: we that's were happy with that and we got free traffic advice because the Armley Gyratory was closed and the gentleman on the way out, he said, um, just to let you know, the gyratory is closed. So that was it good. He was that very was nice. helpful. Very helpful.
1: We've got a shout out to our new
2: pod fans. Oh yeah. Oh, we should have got their name really, Paul.
3: We should, but we didn't. But well, <laughs> what what was nice about it was, um, and you will know who you are, get in touch. Um, it was three generations of the same family. Dad, granddad and son had gone together to go and have a look at the... Uh, a look at the exhibition
2: Andy James are you going to pop down I've been twice no you haven't prove it <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah I really want to go down as it's been extended as well into late December is that right it's been it's extended to Christmas
3: yeah, oh, uh, should we sure. go for the hat trick me and you yeah
2: let's so, do it I'd be very interested to see what you pick as your team of the century
3: it's only open on the weekend between now and uh, Christmas and what I'd recommend doing is take that little clip from uh, from the pod and uh, play it while you walk around the treat as an audio guide.
1: I know my team at Century. Go on then, lay it on us. Robka. Uh, Leeds United.
3: Oh, God.
1: Back by popular demand. It's everybody's favourite. Hit the jingle. Where did they come from? Where did they go? They've all played at Ellen Road. Where did they come from? Where did they go? Where did they go from Ellen Road? Where did
4: they come from? Where did they go? They've all played at Ellen
2: Road.
1: Where did they come from? Where did they go? Where did they go from Ellen Road? Welcome back to another star stud edition of Where Did They Come From? Where Did They Go? Now, for those who aren't quite au fait with the rules, the premise of the game is to tell me where we signed the player from permanently and where they departed to on a permanent basis. Loans do not count. Everyone got the rules? Gone. Let's go. Happy with the prizes? What prize? What's a winner? Grinner. (laughs) Winners are grinners. Right, let's get straight in. First up, this player graced us with his presence for two years, signing in 1999 for a reported £6
2: million. He scored a few goals, but... Coventry City. Didn't sign Coventry City. <laughs> That's my guess. From where? Where did he come from? Who is it? Darren Huckabee. Correct. Now he never I've really... added a new dimension to this game.
4: Newcastle. Spoiler: It's called.
1: <laughs> now he didn't really pull up any trees at Ellen Road, really, did he? He scored a few goals, as mentioned. My favourite was a screamer from two yards against Persictus in a six-nil drubbing at Ellen Road during that marvellous Champions League campaign. Agreed. But where did we jog on, Darren Huckabee? too
4: Paul, do you know this one? Sunderland?
2: Nope. Middlesbrough? No. said No. It was Newcastle. No. Oh. Did he go back to Coventry? No. Norwich? Nope. He went there later. Should know this one. Man City?
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was Man City. Yeah.
1: Now, our next player was one I was rather fond of, and I'm not quite entirely sure why. Let's get into it. Jason Wilcox... Where did we sign this left-pegged wizard from? Blackburn Rovers. We did indeed. Having won the Premier League at Blackburn and playing in the Champions League with Leeds, this guy had a sterling career, gaining three England caps along the way. But where did we flog him to? Bolton. No.
2: Middlesbrough.
3: No. Newcastle. No. Portsmouth.
2: Nope. It's amazing how easy it is to remember where you got a player from. Yeah, but how oh, you don't care where yeah. go? He's gone. See you later. <laughs> He's out of my mind. I can't remember.
3: West Bromwich Albion.
4: No. Preston North End. No. Can we get a region? Yes.
2: London. No. Midlands. Yes. Birmingham City. No. Wolverhampton Wanderers. No. Aston Villa. No. Coventry. No. Uh, Stoke. Nope. Derby County. Nope, Nottingham Forest. Nope, Leicester City. Yes. Yeah. Got there in the end, didn't we? Went East Midlands, that out.
1: Now, I could be wrong here, but he's, he's in some club there, Jason. One of the few players who have played in the sides that have only won the Premiership once. Can't be that many players who have played for Blackburn and Leicester.
3: Anyway. <laughs> <coughs> what Sorry. a club that is. But he didn't win the Premier League with both those clubs.
2: No, but he's played for both of not he?
3: Yeah. Have you I'm done sure that? I'm sure he was chuffed when Leicester won the league. Have you done that? It,
2: it, doesn't that also mean that he's played for the three clubs that have won, only won the championship once since 1990?
1: Right, on to the next one. Midfield enforcer. <coughs> and the world of Leeds United wants us to sign his son, Alfie Ingeholland. Where do we get this monster from? Nottingham Forest. Correct. I thought that would be a little bit harder. But it wasn't. He played one more game for Forest Indifference. 75 for them, 74 for us. Where did we sell him to, and sadly to his impending doom?
3: Uh, Manchester City. Yep. So is Elf.
1: Now, this man is a childhood hero of many Yorkshiremen who represented us twice. So let's do double trouble. First spell where did we sign Brian Dean from? Sheffield United. United. And where did we sell him to?
3: Sheffield United.
1: Correct. Now that one was easy. For round two, when he came to join us, where did we sign him from in 2004 in the championship?
2: Middlesbrough. No. QPR. No. I thought he was a free agent at the time.
3: West Ham. Correct. I'm more
2: impressed that you got that from the whistle.
3: Oh, the whistling's (laughs) got to sound
2: shocking on the edit.
1: Incorrect. Now, where did we sell him to in 2005? Sheffield United again. No. Oh. Leicester City. No. Portsmouth.
4: No. Plymouth. No. QPR. No. Did he go Scandinavia? No. He was a manager in Scandinavia. He definitely
2: played for Sheffield United again after he'd been with us, hadn't he? He did, but he went somewhere else. He played in the red and white. Southampton. No.
1: Stoke. No. Sunderland. Sundland. Hi. <laughs> Pid. Mackham. Now, finally, a real favourite of many around this table for his time between the sticks and the championship. Where did we sign shot-stopping superstar Neil Sullivan from in 2004? Tottenham. No. Was it?
4: No. Can't be. Wimbledon. No, no they were Wimbledon. Wimbledon weren't a club then. Chelsea.
1: Correct. He had four appearances for wow. Chelsea. Wow. So weird. And where do we let them go for? For keeps? For the
3: keeps? I think we've established this. Don't care. Lancaster Rovers.
1: Yeah. oh we, yeah. we broke our hearts in the playoffs.
3: Oh, geez What a game. Anyone grinning? I'm grinning. James is grinning. I can see it. it's massive grin. Always. Yep, yeah, I'm grinning. Jingle.
1: (laughs) Where did they come from? Where did they go? They've all played at Ellen Road. Where did they come from? Where did they go? Where did they go from Ellen Road? Where did they come from? Where did they go? They've all played at Ellen Road.
2: Where did they come from? Where did they go? Where did they go from Ellen Road? Well, I thought that we could do our team of the decade since the decade is coming to the end and everyone's talking about online, but I didn't put in. I didn't suggest it in time for everybody to think about it.
1: <laughs> Matt's team of the decade,
3: right? I know it's Matt's team of the decade, but we had a brief chat about this, and I said, "Are you talking about players who were best at Leeds, for Leeds United within this decade, or the best players?" who have played for Leeds United in this decade. You're, yeah, this think,
1: is, you're thinking goalkeeper straight away, aren't you? Yeah, this has been a hot, to- hot <laughs> that's topic.
3: exactly where I went, yeah.
2: Hot topic online, people putting Kasper Schmeichel in their League United team of the decade. He did win the Premier League after he left us, but I think it's got to be based on their performances in a white shirt.
1: Well, if it's that,
2: Rob Green. Okay. Anyone argue with that? I've yeah. gone Rob Green in goal as well.
4: I've gone Kiko Kassia. Yeah,
2: that's a good shout.
4: I'd agree with that, Kiko. Better distribution. Rob Green, good shot stopper, but I don't think he'd be the same in this current team.
2: So we've got two for Kiko, two for Rob Green. Who's the keeper then? How's this work? I think we just talk about it, Andy. <laughs> 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 it's a podcast. Well, right back, I'm going Luke Aylin. Well, I've gone Sam Byron. He's a right winger. <laughs> in my team, he's a right back. Are well, you wrong, James? Um,
4: yeah, it's got to be Sam Byron.
2: Who else? Luke Aylin. Stuart Dallas is in with a shout to be Yeah, that's right true. It. I might just pick Stuart Dallas for
3: every position.
2: <laughs> Luke Halen. Two all again. No. James didn't go Luke Ayling. He went Stuart Dallas.
3: Stuart Dallas. Stuart so, Dallas.
1: 2 1, one. So, Luke Ayling, congratulations. You've made the cut.
2: Yeah.
3: We don't have a keeper, but.
2: <laughs> Here's a hotly contested one Central Defence. That is hotly contested. Stuart Dallas. I've gone Ben White. I've Obviously Ben White. i got a, White. a lot of flack on Wacko about Really? It. Yeah, you got yeah. a flack Yeah, i got a flack off Wacko. Why? Because he's not a Leeds player? Because he's not a Leeds player, because he's only played 14 times or something in I'm, the decade. I'm with like, you.
1: I'm with you. It's Ben White. It's, got to, he's, it's Ben White. It's got to be Ben White. 100% Ben White.
2: The difficult thing is, who do you partner him with? Because I've partnered him with pa- Pontus Janssen, but that's really tough on Liam Cooper.
1: What about
4: Kyle Bartley? What about him? Yeah. What about him? Do we need another centre-back? If we were playing a 3-3-1-3, we wouldn't necessarily, would we?
2: That's true. I've I In my in my personal team, I've gone 4-2-3-1. Okay. What is the formation? Well, whatever you like, mate. It's for your not, team.
1: We, we stop, we're making a team together, aren't we?
2: Yeah, well, let's decide as we go, go with, along. I'd go with Janssen. The reason I went with Janssen is because he was really, really good for three years. He rarely had a bad game. Liam Cooper's been inconsistent in the t- period of time that he's been with the club and also I felt like if I went with Cooper I was discounting Janssen just because he's not a Leeds player anymore and I actually think that he was really brilliant for us what about Paul Telfer? not this decade Did he not? nope about 2008? yeah earlier than that I think Paul's who are the other contenders for centre back?
1: well hey, Liam Cooper's a contender So I'm, I'm with you on Janssen I, I don't want it to be Janssen I want it to be Cooper
2: Cooper's the leader. Ballocks, I'm going Cooper. You could have had Saul Bamba. Could have had Richard Naylor. True, you could have had Paddy Norbo as well. Could have had Pad- two,
1: a fit and prime Paddy Norbo and Ben White. One nutter and one Rolls Royce. I'm having Paddy Norbo and Ben White.
2: Anyone else joining in?
1: Charlie Taylor, left back. We're still at centre half.
2: Liam Cooper.
4: Reason being is that our defence now is playing the best it has ever played this decade and yeah it's got management to do with it but as a centrepiece those two have been fantastic
2: and you've got you had Kiko in goal as well
4: yeah it's true I mean it's really uninventive
1: <laughs> on my part but it works so
2: yeah it's definitely working at the moment so we move on to left back I've gone for a really controversial one here I think I have go on then who have you got
1: Alioski mm, yeah Joris Bunny up and
2: down like a hose drew us. I've gone Stephen Warnock. Have you really? Yes. One of the most underrated players that we have had at the club. I'll agree with that, but
1: I don't think he's better than Ioski.
2: I do. wrong Ste- again. Stephen Warnock was a player who you could tell had played at a very, very high level. He had a lot about him. He was a very professional guy, and he suffered because of uh, uh antics.
1: I think George McCartney was better than Warnock.
2: Are you kidding? No, he's not. I'm not. Deadly the serious. Well, first of all, George McCartney wasn't this decade, was he? Maybe he was. He was. It was the uh, the championship season we just missed out. Well, even if he was this decade, George McCartney is an awful pick.
1: But huh. I've not picked him, I've
2: picked <laughs> Fine. All right, we'll agree to disagree on that one.
1: No, we won't.
3: Yeah. George McCartney. Two thousand and eleven uh, sort of time. Signed on the twenty third of September two thousand and ten. Mm. On a one-month loan,
1: and then he came back for a bit.
3: In his second game, Leeds suffered a six-four defeat to Preston North End, but he was better than Stephen. Car- he gave away a penalty. He want my Mark and
1: John Parkin, though. <laughs> they want my Mark and John
2: Parkin. He was my Mark and John Parkin. Nobody,
3: yeah. my yes. Mark and John Parkin. Who's
4: your left back, James? Um, I don't know if this is controversial, but I think Charlie Taylor was. A really good left back, wasn't
2: he? Yeah, I, I think, think he'd be my second choice. Yeah, I Not think... bloody McCartney. <laughs> what about Ringo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alioski is
2: better than all of them. I think alioski's is a perfectly reasonable pick, but yeah. McCartney is not.
1: He's better than Warlock. Nah.
2: Paul?
3: Uh, Charlie Taylor. Taylor's got the nod. Right, we're moving into midfield now. Um, How many we picking? Four. Or five, depends on what you're doing. Are we doing four four two here? I'm we might be four four flipping two.
2: I went with five in my team, but I'm happy to go with four. Four midfielders. Snodgrass. Snodgrass. We're we starting the right wing. I'm starting with Snodgrass. I'm starting with Snodgrass as well. Snodgrass.
4: Yeah, there's no debating it, is there? He's awesome.
1: One of my favourite Snodgrass goals was at Bristol City away, where we watched it from the other side of the ground. He just danced through them and scored, thinking, nah, 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 nah. You watch your back and it's absolute gold, isn't
2: it? Mm. Robert Snodgrass, some of his better games were actually the previous decade, but he was here long enough to definitely get in this team. Gradle. yep, yeah, another one. Like having two men in the team for me. Covered, could cover two positions quite comfortably.
3: Pablo Hernandez. <laughs> yeah,
2: another tick for me.
3: We're going to need some... Okay, well, let's get Calvin Phillips in there. Well, no, gonna, let's,
1: we need to start with positions here cause well, we need someone to counteract them. lot. Because I'm having I'm having Pablo Hernandez instead of Max Gradle.
2: Ah, uh, interesting. So we're all saying Rob Snodgrass right wing. Yeah, yeah. So left wing, I'm going Gradle.
1: Um, he's not a left winger, but for the sake of having a winger, I'd swap sides with Snodgrass and Hernandez.
2: Okay. Did you say sides or size? Sides. Okay. Are you having stud grass and Gradle on the uh, wings, Paul? Yeah, James. Hi, how are
1: you leaving out Pablo Hernandez? I'm not leaving out Pablo Hernandez. You're kind of in the middle.
2: Why? Well, I am. I'm... He's on my wing. <laughs> this is this is pretty much why I'm playing four two three one.
1: Yeah, but we're playing four four two now. We decided. Yeah, I know
2: that's fine, but hang on. We've skipped you two. Yeah, your defensive midfielders. Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips, correct. Guess the other one though, Andy. Michael Doyle. No, <sighs> for sure. Another player who I wish, like Stephen Warnock, he'd have been at the club when we were better. Rodolph Austin? Correct. What a machine. Rudy. Rudy Austin and Calvin Phillips sitting in front of your defence. You wouldn't need a defence, would you? <laughs> I tell you no, what, you, can though, have
3: who you want.
1: The, the thing for me is, Rudy Austin once really, really, really wound me up. Just once? Just once. Was it at Rochdale away because he was really bad that day? Nah, Scott wasn't on my pants then. He was awful. Oh, it's <laughs> the, Wooks, the, the one for me was when we are losing 4 1 at home to Reading. And Rudy Austin scores an absolute worldie. And I mean, it's a flipping worldie. It was a great goal, wasn't it? And he ran off like a one world cup. I'm thinking, go pick that bloody ball up and get back to the center circle. who yeah, still I
2: losing 4-2. I can't begrudge the fella that. He's turned up recently. Have you seen that video of him talking about trying to buy a car in Leeds? Nope. He's been on uh, TV in Scandinavia, wherever he is now. And um, they're interviewing him about his time at Leeds. And he said that he'd gone to a dealership somewhere in the city and tried to buy a red Audi and the guy had told him no you play for Leeds United you can't buy a red car and he was like why not and he said well, it's, it's red in it no you don't you don't wear red Leeds you don't you don't buy red cars so you have to buy a, <laughs> a totally different car to the one he wanted That's and that was the uh, anecdote that he used to explain the rivalry between Leeds United and Manchester United
1: so we've got two strikers left have we well have you we, agree, have we agreed in a four four two.
2: Well the thing is I I've I' I'd have in my
3: team if one for a four four two, but then I've
1: I've got two up top. Watching Rodolph
3: Austin's goal against Redding. I could see Andy jumping up and down, he's livid. He did it. Do you know what? He's just in the middle of saying something. Yeah, but Rodolph Austin is worth adding into this. Your memory's terrible because he just turned around and went off to go back to the centre circle he didn't celebrate at all
2: That no, was you Andy that was celebrating like <laughs> he'd won the World Cup <laughs> You've definitely misremembered that Poor Rudy Austin take it back Change your opinion now Yeah Good goal though wasn't it? You're still not having him in your team of the decade though are you? Yeah You're going to have Austin in? It was Austin and Phillips Have I was convinced you? That was, that was mine Was it? I agree with you That's, un, that's uh, Brilliant Paul
3: Yep I'll take that
2: You're having Rudy in as well? Now you talk about it. Nice, James. What about Lewis Cook? What about Michael Brown? Lewis Cook is uh, is a shout. Johnny Housen is close. Nah, because you've, you've you're playing 4-4-2. Okay. What about Alex Mowat?
4: Slow
1: it. I just said that so you would say slow It If it's a 4-4-2. Yeah, if we've
2: got five midfielders the whole dynamic changes. Right. Talk me through your 4-4. Talk me through your midfield four in a 4-4-2. Snodgrass Yeah. Phillips. Austin. Hernandez okay that's fine and what is it if it's for five same but with greater. yeah that's exactly what I've said what's your argument I'm, I don't have well, one
3: he's only going to play
2: one striker that's his argument
3: who's your striker going to be well, well that's a spoiler isn't it Jermaine Beck we can have well. this
2: both we can have this both way around can't we no because I'll get angry yeah we, we can choose it you can choose one you can choose one striker if you were playing 4-5-1 you can play two if you were playing 4-4-2 four, four, so who's your one in a 4-5-1
1: Luciano Becchio. And who's your two? Ross McCormack and Luciano Becchio.
2: Paul? Chris Wood. Wood what? Getting my team. I've left Jermaine Beckford out, I feel sick. And where would who would play alongside him in a two? McCormack. James? Jermaine Beckford. All the way. I'd have Beckford to be. And funny. who alongside him? I can't leave him out. Chris Wood.
1: But you've left Luciano Becchio out.
2: The best thing is, if anybody was listening to the earlier part of this podcast, they will have seen that Paul put Beckford in his... Best team he's ever seen live, but
3: didn't need to make it into his team of the decade. no I just said Chris Wood.
2: No, he said Chris Wood and McCormack.
3: Yeah, but I meant
2: Beckford. <laughs> <laughs> I said Beckford earlier. For what it's worth, McCormack uh, up top uh, on his own for me. Really? Yeah. How? What do you mean how? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh I, I, who's doing dirty work would you like to see the interplay between Pablo Hernandez
2: and Ross McCormack yeah Ross McCormack that's another thing that Ross McCormack Rudy Austin Stephen Warnock have all got in common if they were playing in the team that we've had over the last few seasons they'd be Leeds legends but they McCormack particularly carried a team that was just dreadful
1: well I'll tell you what that was a brilliant feature it was messy as chuff what we <laughs> want you to do now is get online tweet us or Facebook us your 442 and your 451 formations.
2: Do you know what? What? It's been, as usual, a really, really boring international break in November. But do you know what that we've, we've, we've had to keep us going? Go on. Some really interesting interviews. Where? com.
1: Oh, yes, there we have.
2: Andy, can you pick a favourite between uh, Jamie Jones Buchanan, Jermaine Beckford, Bryn Law? It's too hard, isn't it?
1: We are spoiled that way.
2: In every single, one, I've listened to them more than once. Every single one of them, and they are there's so much in, so much to find out about these people. It's brilliant. The best thing is, there's more where that came from.
1: My ask me for a favorite. I can't pick a favorite because they're they're all very different, for, for very different. We've got more in the bank coming up.
2: I completely
3: agree, Andy. Um, speaking of which, we've got a, a short clip now of the sit-down chat that you and I had with international cricketer, Tim Bresnan.
5: (laughs) Tell us a little bit about how you got into supporting Leeds United then. Um, So yeah, well, I grew up in Castleford, Um, went to Cass High School, which is when I really started to get into football. And then, not not really a a footballing background or anything like that, but um, most of the kids I played football with at school, they were all Leeds fans and then you know, you get watching them on TV and stuff and then one of the mates goes, oh, do you want to come with me and my old man? I was like, yeah, yeah, no where is he? I'll come in. And then from then on, it's been like, wow. Like, as soon as you experience Allen Road and that atmosphere and, like... There's boom, not like it, isn't Yeah, is on back of your neck go. As soon as, like, lads walk out of tunnel and you just think, Jesus, how, how good must it be to play, like, football for Leeds United? And you can see why so many players and, you know, ex-players are just ridiculously in love with the atmosphere from Ellen Road and you can, you can feel it in the crowd. It's, it is a feeling as well. It's not like a, it's tangible. It's almost like you can, you can touch it. It's
1: like a living, breathing thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is.
5: Yeah. Yeah, An organ. It's probably not the description I'd use, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, it's it's immense, and you know, I fell in love with it from then.
1: Tim Bresnan's had an international cricket career. He's played with some of the best players in the world, beating them, and he still gets starstruck by Pablo Hernandez. He's still a fanboy, and that's what I love about football.
2: I'm not surprised, though, to be honest with you. It's been my favourite thing about starting this podcast has been able to go out and interview these people um, and find out about you know what it is that they love about Leeds United and talk to them about you know things that we've all experienced over the years and uh, we want to get out and do more of them so if there's anybody out there who uh, has got some suggestions or who would like to come on the pod then you know give us a shout out leads that and you don't have to have won the ashes no that's true you don't have to have won the ashes you just need to be a Leeds united fan and have some good stories for us
3: there's a back catalog of uh, those interviews at leads that.com go check them out Are you ready for another game? What game is it? It's the return of Play Your Players Right. For those of you that haven't listened before, this is how it works. I'll say a player, and I will say how many appearances they made for League United. I'll then say a name of another player, and you guys have to guess whether they played more or less times for Leeds United. Um, at the end, the person who got the most right wins. Or we may go to a tiebreaker where you've noted down how many appearances they made. See who's got the closest to the overall total number of appearances. Have we all got that? Sounds exciting. Let's go for it. Right, so there's also a theme. I'm not going to say the theme. See if you can work out the theme. Write down the theme. So I'm going to start you out with a Billy Painter. <sighs> How many times do you think Billy Payne's played for Leeds?
2: 21.
3: It's not too far off. He played 27 times for Leeds United.
1: Oh, I put
3: 37. I was closer. Well, you get that one.
2: (laughs) I got one number, right? So what was it? 27, Paul?
3: Yeah. But what I really want to know is, did Ian Rush play more or less time for Leeds United?
2: Less. My thing? I've gone less as well.
4: Less, yeah. He was older by the time he came to us. He definitely played less. Probably injured all the time.
1: Do we guess the number? 23. 9.
3: 20. Okay. The one thing that Billy Painter and Ian Rush had in common was that they both scored three times for League United.
2: Yeah, Ian Rush scored three times? I yeah. thought he scored four times. He scored
3: three times in 36 appearances. Oh, wow. 36? We're all yeah. wrong. Flaming Nora. What I'd like to know now is, as of current date... Has Patrick Bamford played more or less than the 36 appearances made by Ian Rush?
1: More 37.
3: Less. 35. Less 32. Well, he's been far more prolific than the other two. He's scored 14 times in 38. Now, there's no prizes in this game, but we'll stick to the mantra of winners are grinners and somebody's grinning... Like a Cheshire cat at the moment. Like a Cheshire Pat. Like a Cheshire Pat, but we're only halfway there. So, Pierre Michel Nasoga.
2: I think that I've got the um,
3: the link. Okay, you don't guess it yet. Guess it at the end.
2: Less 24. Less 27.
3: Less 20. He played 30. Oh, what? 1. So, you're all right. It was less. He scored 10 goals in 31 games.
1: He was good, him. It's has got run for
3: Taffy. I think a lot of people were really pleased when he came in, started out really well. The Did you see he
2: scored like... 10 goals in 31 games? Yeah. It's not that bad a return, is it? He no. loved his mum too, didn't he? We've had worse.
3: We have had worse. We've had better, such as Patrick Bamford. Um, right, Steve Morrison. They're all strikers, aren't they?
2: They're all scapegoats, Hang on, kids. hang on. <laughs> not allowed to... I just said that I had the uh, link. I wasn't allowed to guess.
1: Yeah, I just guess
4: those you know. you couldn't say
3: I can't if I've already done it. Grinners. Go on then, Matt, you tell us what the thing is.
2: I think they're all strikers.
3: They it's beyond that.
1: All scapegoat strikers. Scapegoats
3: are uh, Yeah. But that's that's not the full link. Anyway, how many times do you think Steve Morrison played for Leeds United? More. Sixty. Sixty blimey. Matt. More, forty two. And you'll have seen most of these.
2: Yeah. Doesn't mean I was counting.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm saying more, 51. It is more, it's 41. Oh. Good mm. cranky. Nightmare, Andy. Right, last one, Chris Wood. Did he play more or less times than Steve Morrison?
2: Yes, he would. How many would he play? 53. Oh, 54. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Andy. <laughs> I'm glad you thought of that about that, for it. Uh
3: Chris Wood, seventy-two. He played 83 times. <sighs> 41 goals did he really so we're all right you're all right so Andy's the winner really yeah you got you got them
2: all right Where's my prize he did not get them all right all right
3: uh, he, he got, he got won, the most got, right maybe got, yeah that's it on the back of that the link was that they were all league united number nines but i'll take strikers because that's true as well what's the lowest number that hasn't been used as a squad number by league united ever mm. Zero. What's the lowest number, other than zero, that hasn't been used?
2: Minus one.
3: Between one and 99, what's the lowest number that hasn't been used as a squad number by Leeds United in their 100-year history? Who's <laughs> <laughs> that?
2: Are you? Yeah. Um, 56. I think it's lower than that. Well, it is lower than that. I think it's something like
3: 42. It was 55 oh one off yeah what's the highest number that Leeds have used 54
4: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why they decided not to use 55 what's wrong with that
3: 55 and 56 haven't been used the highest number is 63 58 is current player no test Bogus. correct I'm grinning. you're a winner We have got a prize draw
4: that's been running for the last few weeks and months on the podcast. But what we want to do is give people uh, more chances to, to win. And we also want to support a good cause in doing that. So at the minute we are working on this and we will have some news very, very
2: soon. Yeah, we've had so many generous donations from the people who we've gone to interview that we feel like the prize draw has got so good, better than we could ever have imagined that we need to put it to some good use, raise a bit of money for charity um so we're working on a plan of how we do that and uh, we'll be we'll be back with an update.
4: Yeah, you'll still be able to enter for free at leads that dot com, but we are gonna give um provide some more ways of entering. If it's going charity, can we enter? <laughs> well this is one No.
1: There's some great stash there, isn't there?
4: You can donate by
3: all means, but you, you won't be allowed to enter. The T's and Cs say that your family can't enter either.
2: No.
1: Hang about. So we've been going collecting all this good stash for people that listen to our podcast. We haven't got a prayer ourselves.
2: Correct. That is, that is true. Or our family and friends. we just need to enjoy Basically,
4: it. Basically our entire listener base.
2: We just need to enjoy it <laughs> while we uh, own it at the moment. What's your favourite thing that's in the pot so far? Oh, that's a good question. Calvin Phillips Funko
1: figure.
4: Oh, that is pretty cool. <laughs> some stuff that we haven't announced yet, so I don't want to say.
2: The Jermaine Beckford side lead shirt's pretty cool. All of it's pretty cool, let's be honest. Yeah, there's some really good stuff in there.
4: There's like, And there'll be some more things that are added throughout the season as well.
3: We've basically got as much good stuff in that prize draw as there is in the centenary exhibition. That now. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's bold. No, what I mean by that, really. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was slagging it off.
3: But I don't mean that. What I mean is that the stuff that we've got wouldn't look out of place. So whoever, whoever wins it, the uh, supporters trust
2: might be knocking on your door next time they do an exhibition. I really like the signed chords from Ellen. yeah i was just thinking about that that's a one-off thing that you're not going to be able to yeah it's lovely so that's it for the leads that november podcast we'll be back soon with another match day podcast and more interviews in the pipeline until then check us out at leads that dot com at leads that on social media and go and enter our prize draw
1: Podcast Network.